Capcom presents. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Capcom Unity official podcast. This episode's a bit different in that it's not a typical show. It's coming from Captivate, our annual event where we show off our newest slated games uh, that we're going to be talking about for the next year. And obviously the biggest one on the tip of everybody's tongue right now, Resident Evil 6. So we're going to kick off uh, this series of uh, quick interviews from Captivate with uh, the team for Resident Evil 6, which is executive producer Hiroyuki Kobayashi. Uh, director Ichiro Sasaki and producer Yoshiaki Hirabayashi and obviously they have a lot to still reveal about the game there's a ton of info still coming but uh, hopefully this uh, helps scratch the itch hopefully not leading into some kind of itchy tasty joke that I did not plan but uh, hopefully enjoy the interview and we'll have more to come so thanks for listening check out capcommunity.com check out the podcast on iTunes and uh, thanks for listening seeing the demonstration, um, it seems like one of the big things is uh, a, ba- a variety of gameplay for Resident Evil 6, and uh, just the difficulty, maybe that's uh, the challenge there to uh, balance kind of a horror aspect with an action aspect. It seemed like there's a lot of variety going on and how difficult maybe that was uh, uh, building the game that way. Well, uh, one of the easiest ways uh, we solved that problem was uh, by writing three scripts for the Uh, game. Uh, Basically, we wanted to incorporate all those elements. So, for example, Mm -hmm. Leon, we wanted to really get those horror elements down. Mm -hmm. And that's what Leon's story is about. With Chris, you have almost a war story and right. Chris in that that dramatic battlefield mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. and of course for Jake the character, the new character you saw you have him he's trying to escape so each one of those stories offers mm-hmm. something different right yes he uh, like Chris it makes sense even from a story perspective that as part of the BSAA like he would just continue to push this fight uh, further along but then thinking about Leon uh, was there ever a point was Leon always considered to retain that kind of survival horror, not survival horror necessarily, but just that creepier aspect, because that's what fans, I think, maybe more associate Leon more? Mm. Uh, was there ever a point where, like, Leon maybe was going to be in a similar situation as Chris, or was it a desire to, like, keep Leon in that kind of creepy atmosphere? Yeah, もうお話を作る段階からあのそういうテイストは全部決めてました。あとちなみにクリスマンのアクションなんですけど、根底には必ずホラーの空気を流すっていうので、あの。um, actually, no. Uh, from the very beginning, mm. we decided we wanted to go in those different directions for mm. the character. So Leon would be the horror, Chris would be the action side. Mm. Uh, but speaking to the action elements of Chris's story, mm. uh, it's not just a straightforward action setup. Uh, there are some horror elements to it as well. And depending on the paths you take in Chris's story, mm. it's not all this straight, moving forward action. Mm. There are some horrific elements added to it. One of the questions I saw, like to that effect, uh, one of the questions I saw online was uh, the phrase dramatic horror and how it's different from survival horror and how you actually describe like the difference and how that term came about. Uh, 
ドラマチックなストーリーの展開だったり、えー、ものすごく大きいスケール感をゲーム全体を通して盛り込むっていうところで一つ、えー、っとプラスオンをしたホ、えー、ラーですということを伝えたいっていうために作った言葉です。Okay. What that is, it's not replacing、mm-hmm. a survival horror. Survival horror is still the core concept of what Resident、mm-hmm. Evil is, but it's a way of, for us to express how we're going beyond the basics of survival horror.、Uh, for example, we wanted to make sure we have a really dramatic story, something that gets the player involved、mm-hmm. and that you feel the action taking place, that you're really, you really feel a part of it.、Uh, the whole scale of the game itself is much bigger than anything we've done before.、Mm-hmm. So, For us,、uh, dramatic horror is just a way of trying to encapsulate all these elements we're putting into the game. So、mm-hmm. you still have the survival horror as the basis, but we're doing everything on a larger scale than we've done before.、Mm-hmm. And for us, dramatic horror is the way we try to encapsulate all those elements of the game.、Mm-hmm. One of the main features as well、uh, would be co op in each of these.、Uh, it seems like the characters are paired up nicely.、Um, was that, a, again, a decision from the beginning to retain that, like RE5 kind of started this idea of、uh, having a co op partner? Um, was that similar? Was that always like we want to make sure we keep that, or was there a point like would have thought maybe we'll go back to a, a solo story, or was it always about a big escalation? I think I was a little bit of a drama. I think I was a little bit of a drama. I think I was a little bit of a drama. ソロでやると3人しか主人公いないけど、そうするパートナーいたらもう6人できますよねみたいな。<笑>うん、一人を大人数のドラマを描けるってことでしょうね、6人。うん。Well,、uh, I mean, when we decided to have three main characters in the game,、うん、I mean, we could have just had it that would just be those three and that's it.、うん、But if you give each of them a partner, then you have almost, for all intents and purposes, six main characters in the game. So with the, that, it gave us more opportunities to tell a story,、うん、and you have six. People's worth of story in the game coming together.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, that allows more people to play the game. <laughs> and another reason for that is just because it helps up the dramatic elements, like we said, with the story elements and the conversation as well.、Uh, for example, R4, you had Leon, and he's just communicating over the radio with Hunnigan the whole time.、Mm-hmm. And so there's never that immediacy of the conversation. By having a partner with you, you have that immediacy. Like, Whatever Leon is saying, he can say it directly to、mm-hmm. Elena. And Chris does that with Piers,、mm-hmm. and Jake does that with Sherry.、Mm-hmm. So you're allowed to form a bond with these characters, not only for story, but also for exposition and for the way you,、uh, the dialogue, the way it builds characters as、mm-hmm. well. Specifically, Jake and Sherry seem to have,、uh, like, one, we're both being introduced to Jake for the first time, and we haven't heard from Sherry in many years. So I guess we could get kind of an update on Sherry as well as, like, a, a bit about, we find out. In this presentation, that Jake is actually Wesker's son, so, which is big news.、Uh, just kind of an update on both of those characters and how they have kind of a similar stake, it seemed like, with their genetic backgrounds. So, it's a very good thing. 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 So, it's a very good
ジェイクもやっぱウエストラの血を受け継いでるってことでやっぱり背負ってるものがお互いあるっていうところでまあさっきディレクターが言った通りお互い似た者同士の重いものを背負ってる2人がどうやって、えーまあ、逃亡劇の中でドラマが生まれてくるかっていうのはすごい楽しみ。Yeah, I think、uh, it's been, I guess, almost 15 years since we've seen Sherry. But、uh, yeah, J- Sherry lost both her parents in Raccoon City. And、uh, she also, because of the G virus, she was infected with that. It's also affected her body.、Uh, Jake, he didn't have a father growing up. And also, having Wesker's blood in him has also affected his body. So there's that. Overlap in the characters、yeah. and their backgrounds, and、mm-hmm. I think that's what's something that'll bring them together.、Mm-hmm. And as、uh, Sasaki san mentioned in the game itself, it leads to more dramatic elements in their story as、mm-hmm. they're trying to escape together.、Mm-hmm. There's a bond that forms between、mm-hmm. them. And then two new characters with Helena Harper and Piers, I know they're both kind of like fresh faces right now. They're not, don't want to say too much, but if there's anything、uh, else to tell the fans about these two like brand new characters. ピアーズね、僕、ピアーズ大好きなキャラクターなんですよね、もうまずそこから伝えたいなと。で、まあ、BSA って5から新しい組織としてはあるんですけれども、あのすごく、えーとまあ、一番今回のバイオの。まあ、テロリストたちの、まあ、起こしている事件に対しては中核になって物語を解決して,していこうとしている、まあ、プレイヤーですとで実はそのプレイヤーって、えーっとまあ、本当に6のために新しく作ったっていうところはあるんですけれども歴史を彼にちゃんと,、えー、っとしっかり BSA の中で用意しようと、えー、いろいろな、えー、試みをしようとしてますと。で一つの試みとしては漫画はもうどうせワールド展開するからバイオハザードの漫画を今作っててでその漫画の中には6のアナウンスメントよりも先に実はピアーズってキャラクターが登場させてましたでそれは僕らの中ですごくピアーズっていうのを大切にしたい新しいキャラクターだっていう打ち出し方の、えーとまあ、やり方としては、まあ、彼も実は昔から BSA にいたキャラクターなんだよというようなところで、えー、と頑張ってWell, first, I can talk a little bit about Piers Nevins.、Uh, first, I gotta say, I really like Piers Nevins.、Mm. I, I like this character. And,、um, well, what we want to do is,、uh, you know, as you said, the BSAA is in RE6, and the BSAA was first introduced to us in Resident Evil 5. And,、uh, of course, Chris we know as part of the BSAA,、mm-hmm. but we don't know Piers. So, we want to make sure that while Piers is a new character, it felt like he's been part of the BSAA for a while.、Mm. That He's been part of this organization and working with them fighting bioterror.、Mm. Uh, they're fighting terrorists in this game who have caused a big biohazard outbreak、mm. in China and other places. So it's up to them to stop that.、Uh, over in Japan, actually, we、uh, started doing a Resident Evil 6 manga. And in that manga, we、uh, introduced Piers and Nevins. Okay. But that was before we even announced RE6.、Mm. So no one knew that he was a character from this game、yeah. yet. But、uh, we wanted to introduce him as a member of the BSAA and to show、mm. that he's been around for a while. He knows、mm. the ropes and he can fit in. It's not just this new character、mm. just, who doesn't know what's going on. Helena is, well, Leon, I think it's always the same. Leon is a very good character. この物語ですごく重要な役割を演じていきます。
あの本当に他の今までの過去のヒーローたちに、えー、と負けないぐらいちょっと魅力的なキャラクターになったなと思っているんで、うん、ぜひ続報を期待してもらえればと思います。はい、okay、uh,、Let me tell you now about Helena Harper.、Okay. Uh, the thing is, of course,、uh, she's paired up with Leon.、Mm-hmm. And Leon is really one of the cool characters in the game. So、mm-hmm. you have him as this archetype of a hero. Who do you bring to work with him? What kind of person can be his partner? And looking at Leon's history, you notice that he gets a kind of used or played by、mm. many women <laughs>、mm. in the past. So we wanted to kind of play up that、uh, element. So we decided we'll introduce、uh, a pretty young woman,、mm. uh, name of Helena. And、um, there's not much we can disclose about her yet, but we know there's a lot of mystery surrounding her. We don't know who she is or what she's doing,、mm-hmm. but Leon is forced into a situation where he has to trust her. So, will Leon be again used by another beautiful woman? How will this play out in the, of the course of the game? That's something that we'll, we'll be making more announcements of.、Right. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I figured the way that the intro begins with seems like a very crucial plot point of them being framed together.、Mm-hmm. Can he trust her or not? Like,、mm-hmm. I didn't expect to get a whole lot of new information because it seems super key to like,、uh, a big part of the story, but、uh, I just wanted to ask just in case. することにつれて解決していくと思いますけど、何か情報が得ることができたら、でも、あのその説明いただいて、ありがとうございます。Moving on from、uh, the heroes, it looked like some of the new villains, there was a lot to talk about there as well,、uh, really quick,、um, that zombies were back,、um, but you added some,、uh, looks like some little extra elements to、uh, traditional zombies as well. まあ、今までは TUS なので、TUS とは全く違う。まあ、どういう仕組みでできてるかはまだちょっと言えないんですけど、シ、えー、ウルスと関係がしてるけど、まあ、何かによって生まれたゾンビたちです。で、やっぱり動きが速かったり、武器を使ってきて、今までのゾンビは結構知能的なゾンビなので、あのかなり手ごわいでしょうと。なので、まあ、知能的っていうのはちょっと知能的は言わないわけです。はい、わかりました。はい生活感を持った武器でそうねあの、まあ、武器持ってるっていうのも単にプレイを攻撃するだけの目的じゃなくてやっぱり生きていた頃の名残を持たせたかったっていうのがありますね、うん、野球選手だったらバット持ってるだろうしバット持った時出てこないけど<笑><笑>まあまあ包丁持ってコークだったら包丁持ってたりとか、うん、そういうの野球ゾンビってそういうのを見るだけで、うん、こいつもっと生きてたんだって思うだけで怖いっていうのを今回入れてたんでよかったなと。Okay, yeah, the zombies that we've seen in the past RE games, they were all born of the T virus.、Mm. In this game, they're a result of the C virus. But、mm. exactly what that means and how they're actually born is something we're keeping under wraps for now. But just know that the C virus is involved.、Um, these zombies, we want to change it up a little, make them a little different from what you expect.、Uh, their reflexes are a little faster, so they're、mm. not as slow as traditional zombies.、Uh, You can see they can do certain、mm. moves that traditional zombies can't do.、Mm. Uh, just to, you know, it makes it a little scarier in、mm. the game to have these types of zombies that can react so well.、Mm. Also, we wanted to introduce kind of what you'll see、uh, elements of these zombies' former lives.、Okay. So you'll see them holding items,、mm. these zombies, as they attack you. And it's items that they either had an affinity for、mm. when they were still alive. Like,、mm. We won't have a baseball player in the game, but say a、right. baseball player might have a bat or a cook might have 
a cleaver or something like okay. that. So, or maybe just they picked up something to fight other zombies, you know, uh -huh. things that they were accustomed to while they were alive. So mm. that when you see these, you know, it's not just creatures, they're not just zombies. They, they were be, once people. They were once people, yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems like the next like step up the ladder is the Juavo, and they seem to have this extra ability that's touched on with, uh, like, when they sustain a certain amount of damage to a certain part of their body, it regenerates, but when it comes back, it's got, you know, it's a mutated form. But, like, if you could talk about, like, how that gameplay feature works, or, like, the like the degree to which that will happen, like is it all limbs or like is it randomized or, or just how that works in gameplay? うん。で、そうすると遠距離攻撃ではなくて近距離攻撃の AI が敵のカードを動くことになるんで、もうゲームがガラッと変わるんですね。で、そういう敵が1対1だと2対3ということによって、プレイヤーが常にその敵と戦
の鎌とかそういうようなモチーフで少しヒントがいろいろあるんですけれどももう昆虫がすごくポイントとしてのモチーフになってますとで佐々木ディレクターがまずやりたいことをいろいろ自分の中で探っていった時に一つその昆虫の面白さっていうところに行き着いたんですねで昆虫ってどういうことができるんだろうっつってもちろん姿を変えることもできるしえー、っとまあ一つ今日見せたそのキーピースである、えー、っとクリサリッドとかっていう形で部分的な姿を変えることもあるし大きく姿も変えるし姿自体にいろんなバリエーションがあるっていうその考え方っていうのが非常に重要のキーピースになってるっていうところはあります。Basically, when you look at what was in 4 and what was in RE5,、mm. I think this is the natural evolution、mm. of this type of enemy in the game.、Uh, I'm a big fan of both those games and I admire what they did there.、Mm. And I think if you look at what they did, you want to try and bring it to the next level、mm. and try and bring the player to someplace new so that they don't get bored.、Mm. So, considering what was in those games, I think the Juavo are just the next step、mm. in trying to create an interesting enemy for players to fight.、Um, We want to make sure that when people are playing this game, it's not something that they would get bored of quickly, that there is always something for them to see,、mm-hmm. something that's interesting.、Yeah. Um, as Hirabashi san said,、uh, one of the things、uh, you can see about the Juavo is、uh, one of the pictures we showed, they have all those eyes, and then、right. part of their body transforms into things that are kind of insectoid.、Mm. Okay?、Uh, you look at insects as maybe one of the sources, you can see. Get a lot of ideas from the insect world. And、mm. Sasaki Savan himself was keen on trying to employ aspects of insects because、mm. there's all these things that insects can do. There's all these species of insects. It's almost limitless.、Mm. And that was a key source of、uh, inspiration for the types of、mm. transformations you see. And then、uh, we also have the chrysalids、yeah. that encase the juabo. So, in cases like that, not just a part of the body, but the body as a whole. Mm-hmm. Is transformed into something different, and there's all the different types of mutations that could be born out of something like that. Right. Yeah, that was my next question, actually, which kind of touched on there already. But the, the chrysalids, like how I guess you would counter them as kind of a cocoon, and then what comes out seems to be randomized, so that adds another layer of just surprise and horror to a degree. Like,、mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't know necessarily what it would be. Is that, is that randomized, like? When I run in a room, I see one and I get one result. Like, let's say I play through the game a second time, that, that would be again different even in that room the second time. So, what is the most important thing to do? I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's a good thing. I don't know if it's a good thing. 次一体何が出てくるかっていうのをドキドキしながらプレイしてもらえればいいかなと。Well, I've just kind of dodged that question by saying、uh, that's something you'll get to enjoy when you play the game. I see. But what I can say is、uh, the concept behind it is it's almost like a grab bag. You、okay. never know what you're going to get、right. when you encounter one of these chrysalids in the game. So I think that just,、uh, as you said, it ups the horror, ups、mm. the tension and your level of expectations. You don't know what's going to happen. I saw the same screen,、uh, looked like same screen co op play. Though I'm assuming online would be, that the online functionality would be similar to the past, but hop in and hop out, it seemed like. ただネットワークの場合はえーっとまあ、僕がプレイヤーとして
、えー、1人でプレイしてる時にどこの場所でも、えー、と佐々木さんはネットワークに入ることが僕と一緒にこうプレイをすることができます。で5の時は最初まで戻されてしまってゲームが途中で、えー、と入ることができても結局は1回ゲームがリセットされて、えー、とスタート地点からプレイしなきゃいけなかったんですけど6はそういうまどろっこしいことはないですいつでも佐々木さんは入ってこれるしいつでも佐々木さんは抜けれるゲームを止めなくてそのままコーププレイが楽しむことができるというのは6のすごくコーププレイとして、えー、といいところです Yeah,、um, well, first we have a split screen、mm. uh, for co op, and、uh, mm. that's when you're playing locally. And、mm -hmm. of course,、uh, that you have to choose that from the beginning、mm -hmm. so that you can have that in the game.、Uh, mm -hmm. make that, that's a conscious decision right there.、Mm -hmm. uh, but when you talk about online,、mm -hmm. uh, we want to make it a little easier, a little more fluid for people playing together. You remember in five, if you tried to play online with someone, it reset, it took you back to the beginning because、mm -hmm. you couldn't just jump in wherever you want. But now I could be playing the game, and when Sasaki san logs on, he's、mm. online,、mm. uh, he can just join in with my game, and we can play at any point, and this can happen throughout the course of the game. We don't have to go back to a certain point or wait for a certain point、right. to play together. I think、uh, that's one of the key features of the、mm. online elements in this game,、yeah. and it makes for a much、uh, smoother playing yeah, experience. Yeah, definitely. And a final question is、uh, just now that Revelations is out and part of the canon, and there's a you know, bit of story that filled in. The gaps there. Are there any nods in six that kind of make any references back to Revelations or anything for fans who finished that game as well that they could you know, dig in and find? Um, well, first,、uh, Revelations and、uh, this game were almost developed concurrently.、Mm. <laughs> so that it wasn't like we could actually take from that and incorporate it into the game. But as you said, Revelations is part of the Resident Evil story.、Mm. And it does fit in, it is canon. So nothing in Resident Evil 6 is going to negate that.、Right. Uh, there will be some connections, but there's nothing specific I could point to at this、mm. point for that.、Uh, Just know that,、uh, if, for example, this game takes place much later than when、mm. Resident Evil Revelations took place. This、uh, right. takes place in 2013. Right. So,、uh, again, we're moving the story of,、mm. of Resident Evil forward. Right. All right. Well, thank you very much、yeah. for stopping by. Thank you. Hope this is not Chris's blood. <laughs>